Hello out there. Welcome to the Knights of Nerd 2 podcast. We're a podcast for all things nerd. My name is Chris. I'm here with... I'm doing my part. It's Sam. <laughs> Uh, anything that moves is a bug. Anything that doesn't move is a well-disciplined bug. Uh, it's John. Do you smell it? That smell? The kind of smelly smell. The smelly smell that smells smelly. Arachnids. It's Sean. Not from... Okay. It would have been awesome if you guys did I'm doing my part. Every single one of you. Well, yeah. see, yeah. It fits way too much to a T. Anyway, guys. I, I would have... I would have jumped ship on mine if John did that. Okay. All right. Con on Classic, guys. This one has been a long time coming, and I requested this. A long time. It was time. me yeah. for a long time. Oh, yeah. No, it At was least you. like three years. 100%, yeah. At least three years, yeah. right? I think there's just been long stretches where it has not been on streaming, but uh, the tides have turned. You're not wrong. Finally showed up. The Netflix gods smile upon the Knights of Nerditude <laughs> and deliver us the 1997 Paul Verhoeven classic. Starship Troopers. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait, guys. Uh, as, as John mentioned, directed by Paul Verhoeven in 1997, uh, based on the book. I honestly. I, 1954, I yeah, believe, is when it was written. 1954, Heinlein, I think, yeah. is the author. Of yeah, the book. I think so. Um, and then this movie, you know, sparked maybe some careers, but it also sparked a, a sort of a franchise that built off that. And. Um, <laughs> It is. It is. You're making a lot of stretches here, uh, Chris. What do you mean? I don't. I'm excited to find out whose careers were made made from this. Career created a franchise. Uh, we can get into that, but I'm pretty sure one career in particular started off from this movie. All right, I'm excited to find out who that is. Uh, I would need to double check their bio, but uh, I believe this was their like one of their first major movies. Okay. We'll, we'll double check. Do we'll dub- no, no, no. We'll get there because I, okay. I got stuff in my head. I can, I can prove things. But uh, we'll get okay. into cast well, in a second. Better okay. watch out. That that brain slug is coming for you. Sean. I know, right? Yeah. Stuff I'm scared, head. man. So um, this came out uh, came out in uh, 1997, and uh, <laughs> same and year actually, as Titanic. The, the same year as Titanic. So there was actually other there was you know stuff that came out in this year as well that sort of sci-fi area like jurassic park lost world 2 i think was 1997 or no, lost world 2 lost That'd be world great jurassic park second lost world right <laughs> but uh no we're not talking dinosaurs we're talking bugs no i know we've done that way too many podcasts already we're talking bugs here bug time so this movie came out and starring uh oh god okay. i already Casper, Casper, Van and Dean, uh, Dean. Denise Richards, Michael Ironside, Clancy I, Brown, Clancy Brown. I think one of the Buseys in there, right? Jake Busey, Jake Busey's that's, in there. That's Gary's son. Yep, got ourselves a little Michael Ironside. Yeah, yep. And Dean we, Norris, Amy yep. Smart was in there yes, for a little bit. T- two scenes. Mm-hmm. I don't think she had any dialogue. And she might. No, she did. She said, first one there fly uh, drives it." I think that's her only dialogue. Did you guys mention NPH? Neil Patrick no. Harris is in Yeah, he's in it. So. Baby-faced. I shouldn't say baby-faced because he actually has a much more significant role when he's younger. But uh, <laughs> a very young-looking Neil Patrick Harris is into the ladies. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah. like Gone Girl. <laughs> <laughs> we get that. So we get that cast. And, you know, I want to start with 
reception first or response first, like crit- criticisms from the. Um... Oh, do we? I don't want to go. No, do you want to do that first? <laughs> so cr- first no, 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 no. The critics just... themselves. The okay. critics. Oh, the, I was well, going to mention the critics themselves. Really okay. quickly, you mentioned that this started careers. So we just mentioned the cast. So I think career? I think this was Denise Richards' first. Tammy and the T Rex. <laughs> What, that was her what first year, What year is uh, like ninety four? What, what year is the Kevin Dillon movie? The year after this one. Okay, that is that Wild that Things. That launched her career. That was that was Wild that Things. Made, yes, right? yeah, Wild Things. Yeah, that made her a household. Eve Campbell. Name. Yeah, no, that, that definitely made her. That definitely yeah. pushed her forward. I think this just gave her obviously more exposure. Every any movie you do gives but more. Exposure. I don't know if I exposure is the way yeah. I would describe it. <laughs> if you've ever seen Wild Things. I, I've seen Wild Specifically, Things. Specifically, no, no. Yes. 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 Since the movie came out in the late 90s, you know, you're a teenager. Of course you see Wild it's Things. It's like Fast Times at Ridgemont High and Wild Things. Yeah. It's like maybe the two you're, growing up movies. Yeah. Maybe yes. you're even lucky enough to see the Paul Verhoeven's previ- prior movie to this, Showgirls. Yep. Yeah. The uh, immortal classic. Yes. When were we doing that one? <laughs> yeah. The large. I had large a lot guy. of notes on that one, and then I watched this. <laughs> Um, uh, another one of uh, Paul Verhoeven's flops, if if you will, or, or let's, let's just call him bad. That movies. was a massive flop, but commercially not well yeah. received. He's not. Flop he's is... not. You know, it's it's weird because he the director himself is a little bit of a I don't want to say it's a conundrum, but it's like one of those like hot cold things because he has he's done good. Oh, I, he's I think, a weird director. Yeah, and we will bring that up a little later. I mean, yeah. this is the third of what I would call his big three sci-fi movies. Yeah, being Total, Total Recall, Recall, RoboCop, and then this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And like, look, the other movies are like Showgirls and this one that came out two years ago about a lesbian nun called Benedetta. Like, he makes some weird ass movies. Yeah, he did yeah. Hollow. He did Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh. But that, I guess, that movie was one that kind of pushed him over the edge to sort of like move away from Hollywood and do indie okay. stuff. Okay, uh, I guess he said studio, like the hand of God of the studio, was a little bit too much. He just didn't want to deal with it. Well, so, this one definitely has the bigness of Hollywood. Yeah, it definitely um, does. So look, hundred hundred ten million dollar budget. Oh wow! From what I remember, so it's pretty substantial wow. for yeah. nineteen ninety seven. You know, so I this is actually my first watch. Um, you popped your cherry. You popped your yeah, bug cherry. Yeah, I mean it doesn't count to like be aware of like the shower scene, right? Like that's not a no, that not, a, not a first watch on that. But the special effects element, definitely. And I just I'm curious what what we would have thought about the special effects transported back in time to 1997, because obviously today doesn't look great. It doesn't look terrible, but like it it is aged poorly. It definitely yeah. looks the like spaceships. Spaceships yes. have aged. Poorly. The spaceships look not a billion percent like that one MST movie in space. The space like mutiny. Space mutiny, but you know they. It looks. It and, doesn't look. Great. And in fairness to that one, they were just reusing Battlestar Galactica stuff yeah. Yeah. from the seventies. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, uh, space. You're right. I'd say. I'd say. I mean the the. The arachnids and stuff, that, that's not that bad. They used a lot of practice. Uh, not a yeah. lot, but they used practice. No, so they did. one they very did. interesting thing I found about IMDb, maybe the most interesting, that the co-produ- one of the co-producers of this, Phil Tippett, John, you're, you're, you're big. Actually, are you? I know, yeah. I know you're more of a, uh, a Stan Winston guy, not, yeah. a, not a go-go motion no. Phil Tippett guy. No. But 
You know, he was like one of the big ILM guys. Did was originally going to do the the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park before mm-hmm. you know ILM was just like, oh yeah, we well, just have computers. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was a co-producer and did like all the creature effects and stuff. And like, it looks good. Like they their their movement is accurate. Like that's a big thing with him. Like he kind of like understands like animals and stuff. And you know, like like when he came into Jurassic Park, like actually like made them seem real like actual yeah. animals not the, just yeah. the specter you know the cgi is not like it's great by like modern standards but like you mentioned movement yeah they moved like bugs yeah. yeah which like helps with the whole like yeah the cgi is not great but you know what if they're moving like animals my brain's willing to look past for 1997 yeah. it's actually not bad yeah, yeah. For mm-hmm. night, that's all I can say. My, the, my big takeaway with this movie, um, I was struck similarly to, um, actually, I don't think it was the most recent Conan classic, but one of our more recent entries that was also a batshit crazy late '90s movie, uh, which was Batman and Robin. <laughs> um, just an incredible swing from from our guy Paul. You know, yeah. like this yeah. is this movie is fucking out there. And so weird and so, like, I don't know, just, like, very specific to the time. And it also is cool because it's, like, it takes place in the future, but it's so totally set in the 90s. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the almost like the 80s at the same yeah. time. Like, just everything. So yeah. every time you see the highlight, like, the news, yeah, it's, like, it's obviously the, it looks almost like an The Apple, internet. Yeah. Mm. And, like, pull-down menus yeah. and clicking. We and, have not advanced past Netscape 8. <laughs> yeah. Or, um... <laughs> The first time you see them in the classroom and he's drawing on his like touch yeah. screen, touch of screen. The future. But did you notice the delay on it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like the massive delay as he's doing it. And then like the best graphics that he can do is like bare like very choppy motions yeah. of an animation where it's like you know, this is so this movie I believe is supposed to take place in like twenty one thirty eight or something like yeah, that. Yeah, or I think even like twenty one ninety eight or like it's it's, it's very yeah, far it, in the future. Yeah. It's it's like yeah we're about a hundred years off, um, <laughs> no so yeah it was mentioned this is adapted from a book, which mm-hmm. very controversial book when it so, came out so yeah are, are we getting into the like what this movie's doing with the book so yeah so sh- sure this movie is There's a lot of differences right. so they they read the book. Actually, uh, what's his, the director? Paul read, Yeah, He read the first, like, three chapters. And he was like, oh, this is bad. Um, so he, so for those who don't know, yeah. uh, I, I don't remember his name, but the author. I think it's Heinlein. Heinlein, uh, classic sci-fi writer, uh, but well-known fascist. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, like, yeah. unabashed, like, he would fully admit, yes, I'm a fascist. And Starship yeah. Troopers was basically meant as a utopian fascist society. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when they decided to make the movie, they started reading the book. We're like, this is crap uh, because this is so fascist <laughs> that they were like, let's make it as a satire, mm-hmm. which personally, and, I don't see it. And, but <laughs> well, like, um, it's, it's super subtle. It's oh, yeah. super oh, yeah. subtle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's like, it's super subtle. Like with the, the whole like, oh, we're going to war with the bugs thing. Yet you never once see the bugs go on the offensive. You're right. You or, get which you get so, an asteroid that hits the Earth, but you don't see them send it. And you, right, the only information well, they say, that they the, say it's from yeah, the, the right. Whole yeah, world. they say yeah. it's in from. the propaganda. 
Yeah, right. no, no, no. Yeah. I know, I know, so, I know. Where so it's like this. This is a society I, making an enemy to justify right. itself. So I, I remember. I've seen this movie in the past. I watched it yesterday for the first time in many, many years, and I could have sworn there was a part that came up where, like, stated that we started the war against the bugs and not. Like, like, there's that big reveal, yeah. which I was really waiting for. I, uh, there, yeah. there I thought, there yeah, I thought well, there was in this movie, and then when the movie ended, I was like, oh, I guess I made that up. So it was yeah, like, I, you're well, taking it at face value that the bugs attacked first, assuming like, the propaganda is but correct. Like, but it's n- propaganda is not. But, the, but oh, but it's so <laughs> it's, uh, the propaganda is so over t- the top. It's like hard to take this seriously. Yeah, well, that's like, the movie's like giving you a wink and a nod of like, oh. This war was just started to justify our existence. You think yeah. that's subtle and like the com the, the fascist undertones and things like that. No, I no, think- no, no. That's not uh, that's not subtle. No, the, no, the, the satire, the satire, satire, is. satire itself. Well, yes, the satire. But the, like, so you don't think it, it's too? And I will freely admit this is not like Patty Chayefsky's network in terms of satire. <laughs> um, but and I don't know. I guess I came in knowing that it's a little like overwrought and like maybe. If I didn't know anything else about Paul Verhoeven and his movies, I'm saying his last name differently every time for some reason. But <laughs> if if I didn't know anything about his it's movies, it Sorry. would seem really weird, mm. you know. But like, you but get the three, t- you know, we get three breasted lady in in Total Recall. Like it's it's he's a weird dude. But he's also like the king of like I'm going to put this subtle like maybe philosophical message to my stupid action movie that's just going to be there. And I'm just never really gonna like dig into it. Mm-hmm. Where it's like in Total Recall, which we talked before, where it's like, are we more than our memories? Mm-hmm. Like, what is is that who we truly are? Mm-hmm. Anyways, here's a three titted lady and a guy growing <laughs> yeah. out of a, just, yeah, a guy. The guy <laughs> grow- open your mind. <laughs> it's not. It's not meant for that. It, the movie itself is more of an action movie than it is. For, but no, it for was supposed. It was supposed like to be though. That's the, the, the what thing. do you mean? It's supposed to so be the movie the book, itself. You mean no? The this movie is supposed to be that type of like it's 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 and what, meant what, as well, a satire. It's meant as a satire. No, no, it's no, supposed no. to be poking that's, fun that's, at the military uh, military led society. And it, but the problem is, I don't see it. It's very subtle it's, at times. It's subtle, but it's, but it's not there. But you also need but, to make yeah. it, you also need to make it palatable for an action movie. Which is, I mean, it, if you if you delve too too much into that, like building of the society, I mean, you it, could it, like it becomes you could foundation. literally throw in that throwaway scene Sean just said yeah. of like, oh, we started the war, yeah, but we found you know, bugs. You could, we, but it's really, well, like, you, you got to <laughs> in, in defense of the movie. Isn't that also like super obvious? True, yeah, yeah. which like, like almost makes me like this more that they don't go down that way, where yeah. it's just this. There's just this wink towards us of I, like, if you're paying attention. Yeah, this is kind of fucked up. I I don't disagree that like there is something off about the movie that it needs to be like ten percent more or less ridiculous, and I'm not really sure which. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, yeah, it's just it's it's a little it's just a, the balance is just off a little bit. I yeah. find, yeah, yeah, and uh, I I know that um, when it was announced that the director was doing this movie, uh, obviously he went to Michael Ironside who was in Total Recall and was like, hey. We're doing. I'm doing this movie, and he was like, "Why are you doing that?" <laughs> He's like, "That's not you. Like, this is like super right wing fascist. Like, that." Why I know is we're that? saying fascist a lot. Can we just prefer people who enjoy order, like order enjoyers? 
<laughs> well, I believe Michael Ironside said, said fascist. Quote, okay, right wing fascist. Fair That's enough. He, he was Sam Fisher, so I guess he can. Yeah, he, he's allowed <laughs> to. He's allowed to. Um, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a fun, <laughs> it's an interesting choice, though. I love that they didn't do it straight. I mean, like I that movie mm. would have been a. I mean, <laughs> part of me like just as a. <laughs> document and like you know artifact of time would have been incredible to see like what that movie like if it was actually <laughs> well adapted mm-hmm. faithfully but yeah. the critics who reviewed this in 1997 actually called him f- like oh, essentially, really? essentially yeah. a marxist and a yeah. communist and all those other like well you mean a fascist, fascist. fascist. etc yeah. no, they, yeah, they, they, yeah. they blasted him for being well, one because yeah. he made this movie based on that book which it is not the same it is oh, not. No, no. It is not no. the same. And it's <sighs> and they and they literally made their reviews circle around that fact. Like they yeah. accused him of, of doing this, People and they just... moved. The, they made the reviews around that. They didn't. It's like they didn't even just simply see the movie. If this movie was made today, it would never have gotten that amount of criticism. Well, well, if they did it today as a satire, it would have been. Way more like yucky, like you know, jokey, and mm-hmm. you know, I feel like Sh- sure, sure, but I mean, it it would have been like the there would not be that much criticism. It there would there would not be because every movie made nowadays it says as a commentary about some political view. Now, I don't want to say that. I I also feel lot. like when this came out in '97, not many people probably talked to him and was like. Why are you doing this? And uh, he's like, well, I'm doing it as a satire. Movie promotions like, oh, okay, were different back then. You know, yeah. the internet was still kind of in, it, in its, in its yeah. infancy. And so, like, I feel like that I know, contributes just, to it. Like, lack of interviews with him asking that kind of question. Like, why do you well, choose Because yeah, you do still this? have to read the paper to get I, your reviews. I don't know if how you can watch those, like, propaganda scenes of, like, here, kids, have a loaded gun. Yeah. Come away being like, oh, this is totally not satire. Wow, this is a crazy endorsement of gun violence. Like, yeah. Are you, are you, I, I don't know. I guess part of it is that like the ending for me just really doesn't work either. Yeah, yeah where, no, where it's it like a bit too like hooray. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah the ending it, it yeah, almost it does, feels it does like it doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't even yeah. like it doesn't even work as a straight ending. No. You know, yeah. like it's just like oh, it's afraid. Oh, yeah, yeah. it doesn't. Yeah. So, no so why are we here? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, let's answer all the questions you guys decided to ask. And oh, we're not okay. Movie's over. Hey, cool. hey Clancy Brown's here. Yeah, Remember, you know, you know what this? it is. It's like a small piece of a big, what they thought would have been a holistic puzzle. I guess. So, Chris, what do you love about this movie? Everything. <laughs> Just because I feel everything. like we're a little too negative. You're a little too negative. I I I, I don't want to say a little too negative. I mean, you gave it a shot. I'm happy about that. But I don't hate No, this I don't movie. hate it either. I, I just don't think it totally works. I yeah. absolutely love this movie. And fascinated how it doesn't. You love this yeah. movie. I love this movie. And it's and it's And like, unabashedly it. or just like a little ironically. No, unabashedly. Okay. Like I love this movie. I love the fact that humans are going to a different planet and fighting freaking bugs with machine yeah. guns. Like, Why though? I no clue. No clue. Okay. It could right. just be like the ten year old boy who just will sit outside and use a wiffle ball bat to beat a tree. Like that's that's because <laughs> that's what I used to do. <laughs> you know, simple mind, I guess, but still like bugs getting killed by machine guns. And it just like dudes just running around, and I, I mean, I, I did see this in ninety 
not not I didn't see it in theaters, but I did see it like right afterwards. Mm-hmm. So of course you're a boy in you know, you're what, thirteen, fourteen years well, no. No. Fifteen, sixteen years old. Of course of course if there's nudity in a movie, you're gonna watch it. Right. You're you're, you're gonna, gonna find your way to the hooked. HBO on demand. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what it was about this. I just thought it was the coolest thing. Cause I didn't my back in the late nineties, I or even before then, I didn't have a sci fi exposure too too much. So like Battlestar I didn't see you know, I didn't watch Star Trek. I, you know, Star Wars was there, but you know they didn't have the prequels yet, so mm. wasn't too too it's not much really into that super sci-fi. Yeah. Either. So this mm. is like these types of movies. Like I didn't, I didn't watch RoboCop. I didn't like it. Right. You know that stuff. And even Terminator, I watched a little bit, but that was a different kind of sci-fi. Mm. This was sort of like my indoctrination into interplanet war. Okay. Or, or Interstellar, I don't know, whatever it would be at this Which point. Which there aren't many, to be fair. Like, I actually kind of mm. just... <laughs> I I enjoy seeing the vision of, like, a militant Earth instead of the, like, pussified, like, Star Trek, like, oh, everybody get along, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, and not even, like, that I agree any more than other, but it's just interesting to see it veer the other direction. Yeah, you know? where, mm. where it's just like, oh, yeah... Are we the baddies? <laughs> so another interesting thing I saw on trivia is that James Cameron was originally attached, and I don't know when, but I could definitely see him like taking themes from this movie, whether I don't know exactly what his take on it, but taking them and more or less applying them to aliens. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, yeah, aliens came first, so. right? Yeah, because I, I was gonna say like you're you're talking about gung-ho marines fighting bugs on a distant planet well that's aliens it really is i i also haven't i didn't see that until after even even the production design i thought was super similar like i was watching this and i'm like oh this is halo yeah you know and like that's also a similar sort of reaction to um aliens at least which Mm -hmm. the production design and everything it's it's like in this in this i think it's in this like good weird spot for me where it just this was sort of like my intro into that sort of genre. And then the fact that they had the cartoon show a year or two after this. It was what? A, not cartoon, it was an animated show. What yeah, what was what was that like? I don't even remember. It was that. it was called uh, Roughnecks Starship yeah, Troopers Roughnecks. Chronicles. So it followed Rico, Dizzy, Carl, and like the squad. Was that at all like for kids? Oh yeah, it was kids. Oh, it was 100% kids. Oh, wow. Oh, was, yeah. was there like it, a yeah. friend but it was bug? Two years. It came out it came out two years after, but it was like a, a simple 30-minute show. I think it was on at like 6 in the morning, you know, right before school. You bang it out, and then Dragon Ball Z. And I then got, that's, that's pretty much my I, morning. That, I do not remember this. Was there a friendly bug who like befriends them and is like, wears a jean jacket? Yes. Well, <laughs> he's... Uh, what? He's because a, there's a, always one. No, he is. There's like he, he's from Planet Toffet, but yes, I forget so, his name. So it's weird because this, so I, I just looked at the cast of this show, the uh, the Roughneck animated show. This also yeah, has a boy, tie-in with boy, SpongeBob. Boy Meets World is uh, the guy. Uh, Sean is is uh, one of the voices. Uh, Ryder Strong, yeah, yeah. he's uh, Carl, Carl Jenkins. Carl Jenkins, but uh, Bill Fager. Big back, uh, the guy who plays Patrick, he plays Captain Jeff Gossard. He plays Gossard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, okay, that yep, is Patrick. Yep, that's right. That's Patrick. This Interesting. Is, this is one of those movies where I like, I can see it, but at the same time, I'm also like, you made a Saturday morning cartoon out of this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Ermy's in it. <laughs> it just in this D, show. D. Bradley Baker's in it too. Yeah, it just I don't know. For some reason, they built out yeah. this 
it Clancy actually Brown. took a while for them to build out the rest of the movies. They had the second one, third, now, and then two animated. Now, afterwards. Chris. Michael Chiklis. This is an incredible cast. Sorry. It's just <laughs> reading IMDb now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Chris, yeah. now that we've gotten into the extended uh, Starship Troopers universe, uh, is do, do they continue this, like, subtle critique on fascism oh, in God. the other ones the or is... third movie i was i was gonna send you a youtube clip of the intro of the third movie oh boy it is they lean into it so hard it's it becomes such a satire not right. well i don't know if it's i don't know if it's a satire at that point because it's taking yourself way too seriously to even potentially be considered a satire where it's it's just so over the top you're like I kind of think they're doing this like on purpose. Like they, yes. they mean yes. to do this. Yes, because in the third movie, it's like it's if you say something bad against the Federation, you get hanged. <laughs> it's like it's like today marks the the most hangings in history. Fifty seven hangings in one day, and it hasn't been done since the twenty first century. And it's just like and, th- oh and my they're God. just playing that like oh this is a good thing or oh yeah oh they're all cheering. Oh, all the federate when somebody gets hanged. But is it for... is it meant to be like oh like you know everyone's cheering this is you know mass hysteria gone crazy or is this like the movie's like legitimate like yeah you should be happy people are getting hung yeah yeah it's that way all right yeah okay because it's just it's it's uh, the third one is if you're speaking bad against the federation or protesting the war in any way then you're essentially charged with sedition. And then if you're charged, it's this, you know, guilty until accused type thing. Mm. And then they just simply just hang them. And then they show a hanging of one of the protesters. And they're on a planet of farmers who are locals. And then and then troops. And then when they hang, the troops all cheer. And the farmer's just, like, quiet. And it's just ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. The third movie is crazy. I just want to send you the first clip. The first clip is is the clips, the news yeah. clips. The first mm. that's the first. Like honestly, those those propaganda pieces are the best part of this. Oh movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd no, the, so. the third one really takes it to a whole new level. CGI really goes downhill, but <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> the, uh, the third one is miserable, like absolutely the, miserable to there's, watch. Uh, there's it's one so thing bad. I definitely want to touch upon that uh, we haven't talked about. Uh, we brushed over the cast uh, very briefly. Oh yeah, um, let's, let's delve into this one. Let's talk about the the elephant in the room that is thirty year old, eighteen year olds. A lot. Well, that's like I think Denise Richards was the youngest. Uh, she, I believe she was twenty four when this movie came out, and she looks she looks younger. very young. Yeah. yeah, she looks younger. Uh, the rest of the cast look like they're pushing. 30. Oh yeah, not so, like, much, not so much. Obviously, in their like close to thirty, which is. Hysterical. Look, I, look, I, it's, it's. I love when Hollywood does that because, and they, it's it's so obvious. But like they even have that moment later on where they're like they get the new recruits. Yeah, they're like, oh, these young kids. I'm like, yeah, those actually do look like kids. Yeah, no, you look like you're 37. <laughs> I actually just watched The Graduate for the first time, and it's Dustin Hoffman who, like, I don't think has ever looked young, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. is 30 playing a 21 year old, and it's like no. This yeah. is not. Yeah. It, yeah. It's Certain actors and actresses do not have that ability. They, they, Hollywood needs to fix that. That's a huge mistake that they make time and time again. And it's so, just, yeah, but it's at least they scaled. 
you know, assuming yeah. everybody's 18, but let's have all the just people who are 25, 26. Let's just keep it tw- that. Let's not scatter, like, have a 35-year-old and a 17-year-old. I mean, most of them are, like, 29 when this came out. Like, most of the cast. Yeah, yeah like, whatever. of the kids. Whatever. That, yeah. that were in high school playing You don't know what the future's football? like. <laughs> Look, they're fighting bugs on They're going to have it's... so many steroids and growth hormone at that point. <laughs> they might look 30. Who knows? Uh, who's to say? And that, it, that was a bizarre love square going on in this movie yes. yeah there was a lot of odd choices like with the very, i guess they cut first. out a uh denise richards what's the guy's name xander hooking up with xander yeah. scene yes yeah i watched the deleted scenes which is it hot no no it's not no, <laughs> okay it's not. all right which i'm okay Did with re- denise richards does not go wild things in this movie yeah no. so i i like her character i understood why she did everything she did and She's, I think, the only character I feel that way about. <laughs> like, yeah. You actually understood what her deal was? Yeah, like, she was like, I want to be a pilot. And then mm. when she be- gets into the service, she's like, no, this is my calling. And she's like, hey, Johnny, like, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Because of that, there's no future for us. You didn't think Michael Ironsides was... How he went element? From, yeah, where he went from being a teacher to, like, captain. I mean, like, Tom Hanks did that in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, he's Tom Hanks. He's yeah. practically Tom Hanks. <laughs> That's the same exact story. I'm so glad <laughs> he really came is. back. I would have been oh, yeah. oh, so pissed if he didn't come back. The, the yeah. problem that, that I have with this movie is, one, the acting is terrible mm-hmm. in this. But, like, they keep killing off the only people who are good at what they're doing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, when Michael Ironside dies, I'm like, no. He's actually pulling off this role. Yeah. And I like how they kill him because he lost his legs because we haven't seen anybody else previously in this movie who had lost their legs and survived. Oh, wait, the guy who signed them up for the military had no legs. Yeah, why didn't he have prosthetic legs? We have, like, prosthetic everything else. Because he had a desk Because job. it's like, Sam, you know, when you read those, like, Isaac Asimov, like, you know, future ones, and, like, they're still, like like pipe smoking and you're like i don't think that's gonna last that long Look, it's just that like you know antiquated future that i really love one, I, one more thing about that scene the, mm-hmm. the the i forget what outpost scene one of the best scenes i've ever seen in my entire life the music everything about that scene culminating in that like, one battle was just phenomenal i, I love i, I love I at the end of that battle that when she kills the uh, the tank beetle, yeah, which apparently is really hard to do, but we've seen our two main characters easily pull it off. Uh, right. She kills it, and then she turns around and she's like, yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like super slow motion, and you're just like, oh, no, and she's like, I don't know what's happened. Oh, no. Like, why'd they have to go slow motion on that? <laughs> the gets... death of the love interest. Yeah, but like I mean, they went on. slow motion on the wrong part. They did it to his reaction before you saw something was about to happen. So obviously when he slows down, he's like, oh, you're like, God. oh, something's about to happen to her. Just chalk it up to just editing. All right. Just leave. Well, it yeah, that. that is. Yeah. I'm yeah. Pretty... You know, that important thing about movies <laughs> that, you know, you get an award for at the Oscars. If you're criticizing the editing at that point in the movie, which is like an hour and a half deep, you're not caring. You shouldn't be caring about that. <laughs> when, when she died, I was kind of like, you know, yeah. I know I'm supposed to feel something. She right does now. not die in the show. She's retconned. She, oh okay. Yep. Just oh, like uh just like how Johnny was ret- was not actually murdered by the bugs in like, on the on the 
big cat or uh yeah yeah oh what the heck what the heck wow was you're that? Just call yourself a fan no <laughs> well it's not big k it's no, uh, uh i forget Oh, that's the homeworld. Yeah, it's the homeworld. Clendathu, I think, is the homeworld. Yeah. Kajik or something. No, not Kajik. So, like, I think what's just perplexing is, like, I don't... Why were they just, like, send... Why didn't they just, like, bomb the planet, like, into the Stone Age? Like, did they want to colonize it? No, they just wanted to kill all the bugs. So why not just fucking nuke... Like under, glass tunnel. the whole, but uh, like this, this but is, they have like nuke bazookas. That yeah, like this is this is when we start getting into this gray area of like, I don't know if this is the like, you know, fascist satire of like, oh, we need a ground war just to drag this out, mm. right? Or is this just bad writing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like who's who's the bad writer? Is it the propagandist in the fascist camp, or yeah. is it the author of the text? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I I forget why was the outpost just an outpost or was it like was a, that the a, one where a, the Mormons had been factory. or is that a different no thing? that was just no. like a like off hand oh, okay. sort that of thing a, in the propaganda I forget I forget what it was I don't know what the reason was <laughs> they they do have tunnels underground but in the third movie they do have something called the Q bomb which does destroy planets. <laughs> And they oh. launched it at the brain brain. So there's a brain of the brains. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. sure. The third sure. But they forgot about the sure, brain, sure. brain 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 brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really goes off the rails in the movies. Um, the, the TV shows are a little, goes, bit more, yeah. a little bit more condensed here. Can't imagine. Um, oh, then they go home. They go to the Earth campaign. And bugs, bugs go bugs Earth. Earth. Ooh, bugs it. Oh. Picture. Bugs will take these troop transports, which is a giant bug, and actually move them to different planets and invade there. Yeah. Well, yeah, they kind of mention that with, like, they send their spores out to colonize other planets. They, they kind of uh, yeah, mention that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't actually which, show which, it. But well, again, no, no. you never see, which I'm like, yeah, I don't get is a lot of... like, oh, the, this is just the propaganda yeah, saying exactly, that? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Or is this just bad writing? I know. <laughs> yeah. So, I think, yeah, I think, Sam, we're missing a little bit of bug lore. Yeah. Or at the very least, exposing that there is no bug lore. It's, it's, yeah. either, it's yeah. either in the book, or which is, again, entirely different. There's, like, telepathic dogs, and then there's, like, I mean, marauder we get, space Oh, yeah, there's suits. that whole psychic thing yeah. that, like, they oh, touch upon. Which, like, they build every on golden age sci-fi book has it in yeah. them. So, yeah, the, they build this, on that hard. There, there's one thing um, to, that is, like, positive to come out of this book. If, if, you're, they're, like, if you absolutely hate this book, hate this author, hate this movie, there's a positive to come out. Where uh, this book, I believe, is like the first occurrence of power armor. Mm. So, in which yeah. the soldiers are supposed which, to be which wearing. Makes sense which, that would show up in the pro-fascist thing. Yeah, so. but like, so that's what the the um, the ground troops are supposed to be wearing, but yes. they aren't. In they this, aren't. No, in no, this. They because are not. like, which uh, I I'll admit does lean into like the message they're going for of like yeah. these guys are just like. Cannon, cannon, cannon fodder. fodder. Yeah, yeah no, like, you don't no, want to give mean, them power. They are wearing like yeah. the Nazi-looking type. Oh outfit. yeah, and every <laughs> oh, every let's... outfit in this entire they they like I saw like uh, they were talking about it. Like every outfit, including like the flags and stuff, are all like subtle Nazi stuff. Yeah, yeah. you got the eagle thing the, in the yeah, flag. The, yeah. and... uh, Neil Patrick Harris's like outfit with the hat. With the hat. Oh, black, yeah. black, when they're all black walking, leather yeah, they're all and stuff. Walking. Yeah. Um, yeah, that it was very like that. That <laughs> kind of stuff was not subtle. Yeah, so they lean, <laughs> they lean hard, hard, hard into um, 
the psychic stuff in the second movie, mm-hmm. but they also live into possession bugs in the second movie. Uh, and then psychics are carried over through Invasion, the, the animated movie Invasion, where they try and invade Earth. Then there's another movie, Trader to Mars, which yeah. was utterly oh, bad. Man. I just, I, I know, and now I understand why you're like, this is a franchise, because there's like five like D list movies that oh, yeah. followed. Yeah. Oh, yeah, these are all, those are all straight to, yeah, straight to streamers. Well, straight to DVD like, uh, at the well, time. <laughs> yeah, straight to movies, I think. None of them had a theatrical Straight run. to the no, stop and shop bargain one. bin. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like how Jarhead is a franchise, technically. Yeah, yeah. there's like three yeah. Jarheads, is Or there? was it yeah, Behind it Enemy Lines? Yep. The oh, Scorpion yeah. King. Yep. Yeah. It's just but look, like, everything it, about this franchise. In the name of the king, I, Dungeon I, Siege Tale. I cannot three stress. Of those. This is the this is one of my favorite sci-fi movies of all time. Yeah. I know it's an awful movie. Okay, good. But it's just <laughs> like Chris, I know it's an awful movie, but you know what? I don't hate you for it. Because there's stuff to like here. Like like I like what they're trying to do. I don't think they pulled it off, no, but like right. I like what they're trying A to do. A for effort. <laughs> uh, B, 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 B plus for effort. <laughs> yeah. like, this you, is like you study so much but you still only pull off a B. It's uh, yeah, like you write the thirty page paper and yeah. you're like, Oh, this is definitely gonna lock down an A when it was like a ten page minimum. Yeah, and then you get a C. It's like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. Like, like with the the all these issues we're, we're coming up with were like, is it bad storytelling, like writing, or did they do it on purpose? I'm really leaning towards the the writing is just so atrocious in this because there's no character development for like oh, the any of them. Terrible. Like you have Neil Patrick Harrison, um, Casper Van Dean. Is it Dean? Dine? Yeah, Dean Dinkleberry. Yeah. So you have those two characters who are apparently best friends. I guess. Oh, really? Yeah. See. Yeah. 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 Like it, they they, ha- they had that one scene where they hang out, and there there was yeah. that ferret. Yeah. And yeah, like, the ferret look, that like torments. Do you want this movie? Do you want this to be a three-hour movie? Honestly, I mean, I think so, it was a two-hour. So movie. I know it's close to a two-hour. So to go into one of the questions we always ask for Archon on classics, is this an untouchable? I would say absolutely not. Can, should they remake this? I would not mind this being like a well put together series. Yes, yeah, where but you can well, flesh TV it out. series. Yeah, yes. But yes. what do you TV want? Series, yeah. yeah. How do you want? Like it? Do HBO you want it to be satirical, or, or do you want them? To... Oh yeah, I keep oh, yeah. that that satirical tone. Like that's the part I like about. Yeah. this. Well, do you want them to lean into the fascist stuff? I'd like more like world explorery yeah. and like maybe just make it a little less subtle. Where it's like I where I can actually pick up on like, like, is this like all just a a, a ploy to propagate this system even more or, you I, know? I think though it's gotta like, the only thing that's tough with the series is like, you know, the Federation or whatever. Like they can't be the good guys for that long. Mm. Yeah, you know, like you have to have that like Total Recall like twist not twist but like sort of revealing the underbelly or the dark side i'd even go say like it it should portray them as the good guys but the cracks are showing kind of we definitely need more cracks yeah there's no cracks in this movie yeah and i do think if you if it was longer you'd have the space and the ability to do it better because you have the four 
I'll say the four main characters, the love square, if you would say, if you would, um, where like you just have to be like the whole time the movie's like, just trust us on this. And it's like, you've done nothing up until now to earn my trust. So why are you having me trust? Like the fact that the, the, the two main characters are best friends. The fact that for whatever reason, the, the, Female lead is in love with the male lead for very simple storytelling advice. Uh, tell don't show. (laughs) (laughs) You just tell the audience what they're supposed to feel. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The old Avatar, uh, the last Airbender trick from M Night Shyamalan. Uh, (laughs) Tell don't show. What one thing we haven't talked about yet? um, In the words of Hank Williams Jr., "Are you ready for some football?" Oh, yeah, the football rugby game. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, what was that? <laughs> I could not tell you. So, I lo- could not tell you. I love okay. the fact that indoor, Rico, fo- indoor football it's slash rugby, though. It's rugby mixed though. with. Well, well, they throw sort the ball of. Forward. It's evolved right. football. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's not it's, rugby, though. It's like, but it's kind of like rugby, but it's wait, not. Wait, wait. In what way? It, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I kind of like it for the whole thing theme of the movie where it's like it's football but we made it more violent yeah and i I kind of dig that for like indoor indoor football was part Mm -hmm. of the like power armor thing the fact that like everybody who like like as soon as they like stiff arm someone they went like flying (laughs) into the stands (laughs) the guy's doing like three oh yeah three aerial flips straight leg and everything but they weren't wearing power armor at the time oh um I, I just love how, like, Rico it was, like, team captain, but, like, obviously was not the team captain. <laughs> like, at all. Like, obviously it was the girl Wait, who was, was quarterback. He, did they say team captain? Yes, he says he was the captain. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep, yep, okay. He's like, where did you learn that? He's like, oh, team captain. The football Remember, team. Remember, I was captain of the team. Yeah, when he was talking to Ironside. Yeah. He was not the captain. He like he didn't even have his head in the game. <laughs> I need a corporal. You're it. Did he you're not dead. watch High School Musical? <laughs> Keep your head in the game. Exactly. Uh, I believe that movie was a, a made as a response to this movie to <laughs> yes. let all the young people to know. Keep your head in the game. Keep your head. If you want head, you get it in the game. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like that whole scene is just so bizarre and. Like that—that's another one of those like, oh, trust us, audience. With like Denise Richards, I guess, sort of flirting with the other guy, yeah. but like I couldn't really tell through her bad acting. Right. That's what they indicated is the flirtation. <laughs> right. But uh, like, oh, there was between. definitely something there. Yeah. yeah. And th- but then like you know he comes. So I understand in the the deleted scene there is something there, but if you watch just the theatrical cut, there there's like, nothing. Yeah. There's nothing there's there. Nothing. Like, the, she didn't leave Rico because she fell in love with this other guy, which makes that scene of her, quote-unquote, flirting at the football game more of, like, she's intrigued because he's going into the Air Force. But at the same time, they're the same age, and she's doing it too, though he's doing it sooner than she is because reasons. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Like, they're the same age. And then when she's, like, piloting that ship, he's like, oh, yeah, I got transferred because I've been in the system longer than you have. It's like, no, you guys are the same age. You guys went into the system at the same time. This is John. He was in super high school. Oh, okay. That makes oh. sense. Yeah. That Once again, 
Trust us, audience. Just trust us. <laughs> Listen, Look, of all the parts you're nitpicking. Oh, no, I've nitpicked a lot on no, no, this no, movie. I know, but I wouldn't get hung up on some of those things there. It, it, it comes down to the fact that the only mot- person whose motivation I understand is hers. And that is a scene that confuses well, me. I mean, Michael I mean, I kind of like what they're doing with the main character guy, Johnny. Yeah. Where it's like this whole like, oh, he's just joining up because everybody else is. Well, well, he's joining he, up, he joined up for her. Yeah, yeah. yeah but but like also all his friends. Yeah, I think it's also kind of peer pressure. Like, yeah. I think he, like, to, to be fair to the movie, like the point of his character is he doesn't know. What yeah. he's doing, right. you know, right. and I think he just he's, gets it, suckered into yeah. all of this, where you know you become the squad it's, leader, and someone blows the head off of one of your guys. Yeah. It's Michael accident. Ironside says it uh, at some point, like when he meets up with him later on, where he's like, "Oh no, no, it was at the the uh, the dance after the football game, where he was like, you know, your choice is the only freedom you have, or something like that." Mm. Like along those lines, like you make your own choices. That's the only thing that you have f- mm. going for you that you can change. I'll, I'll say this for the rest of the movie: the prom scene is like pretty subdued. Mm. Like it's yeah. not nearly as weird as you would think it could be. Oh yeah, I'm almost disappointed. I know, weird. right? Like there's so many weird clubs in like Total Recall that mm-hmm. like, what's going? Like what are we doing? <laughs> there, there is a bizarre uh, get together scene. So. When they like the pilots and the Marines are like in the same room and the like the two guys the relationship for the quad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure. Um, But like that scene for me personally, this is like, no, I feel like no one else is going to see this, but I'm sitting there watching it. And you know, when you, you know, a song and it like, you're like, Hey, I know that song, but it's like such an, like obscure song that you're like no one else knows this song so the song fade into you by mazzy star was playing during that altercation which is a super like mellow mellow like indie rock song from the early 90s and i'm like why is this playing and like they turn it up when they're fighting and it makes no sense and like this is like i was listening to like this song, just from watching that scene, I was like, I gotta listen to more Mazzy Star in my life. The and, um, it would have been interesting if they had more drops though of like contemporary music, like they're the, just yeah. playing Credence or whatever but, on the drops. But yeah. like that's the only time where I can, I know of a band is playing, other than like I I guess you would say at the prom because somebody's singing. There is some sort of music. Yeah. So like, it's so bizarre that they would choose that song for that situation. Like if you yeah. listen to that song, probably just didn't have makes the money no sense. to get anything else. So do what every like m- like D movie does, and just like pay a band a hundred dollars and have them play a song. <laughs> like it's so think, it's such I don't a bizarre. Think this was uh, uh, well financed. I don't know. You uh, just, what did you say? It's like a hundred and like it was a hundred, but which that's a lot. Most yeah. of it, most of it went to the CGI. Sure, most sure. of it went to CGI. Definitely not to acting school. <laughs> nope. Uh, even the guy plays Johnny Rico, Casper, Casper Van, Van Dine, Dine, Dean, I believe, Dean, D E I N, I think is how you yeah. spell. It. He's yeah, he's not. Saw saw not a lot good. of him after. No, he's not. He's not. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, no, uh, I. At least we got Busey. No, which Busey <laughs> is one of those where it's like 
obviously he's like the hot-headed, like super arrogant guy who's like, I'm going to make team captain because reasons. And you're like, no, like normal person would ever be like, yeah, that's the guy I want to follow. The crazy guy who's like beating up his own guy. Who fucking just plays the violin. Yeah. Yeah. I loved I electric loved violin. He, he does the violin, but like when he's saying goodbye to Denise Richards. And on, they're like, all the playing like sad music. And, and it's like, like And the, the redheaded girl's like singing opera for whatever reason. She's like, oh, 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 oh. like what is going on? I don't know. That's that's when this movie like lights up for me. <laughs> yeah. When we just it's start getting like into and- like Yeah. It, it's the future. People play electric violin. <laughs> that wonderful incoherence. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh my God. Brought to you by Starship this, Troopers. This movie. I, ch- I just love to live fire drill in the middle of yeah. the base. Just <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, middle yeah. of the base. Yep. Where the guy sense. gets his head blown off and he's like, <laughs> I just love the medic line. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, it's just, it's just like in the middle of the base. In the middle. <sighs> it's this. That's like, yeah, I guess like B for effort on this movie. But like, I just, there's so many decisions that they made in this movie that just is so bizarre. And like, even I'm uh, here for 50% of them. Yeah. Yeah. At least in theory. Yeah. Where I'm like, even, okay, even I, like, I mean, this is not an example of those, but like, like the shower scene is just like, like, what, yeah. what is this? Which, even? Did you, <laughs> did you read about how they filmed that? No. All right. So all of them are actually naked. There's no like them wearing loincloths or anything. Everyone's okay. actually naked, including the director and the cameraman. Oh, <laughs> just to make them not feel awkward and yeah. left out. Yeah. So the the guy running the camera, I guess, grew up in a nudist colony. So okay. he was just like, <laughs> "This is boom. The, this is the budget they yeah. had. I was um, born for this. And he's like, this is my time to shine. It's probably even um, his idea. And then uh, the director <laughs> was like, he he, I guess before they filmed the scene was like, let's do a fashion show, just like everyone no clothes, just to get used to being naked around other people. And I forget who, but somebody was like, why don't you do it? And he was like, fine. And then he just just like went buck naked and was like see no big deal and they were like well shoot the scene that way and he did and i kind of like how in that scene like we're also treating the nudity like oh this is no big deal yeah which very much like how westworld did it the Mm. tv show oh yeah i'm i'm 100 like there's nothing sexual about that scene yeah it's just like it's just just people hanging out and it's one of those things where it's like yeah this would happen yeah, it's it's the communal showers like yeah. at a military base. Yeah, eventually they're just and gonna it, get used to seeing each and other. It's yeah, the it's first, just people shooting yeah. the shit. And know? it's it's honestly it's the first time any of these guys really get like get to let down their guards and just talk to each other without somebody standing over their shoulder shouting orders. Like yeah. it's just like why are we all here? Let's let we're you know we're a squad. Let's get to know, and you get some simple backstory in everybody, and that's and, and, like one of the best. And there's some the movie. like weird like you know have, symbolism going babies, on there. But you have to be a, a military member to have. So, babies. so it's what it's uh, the difference a, between a citizen and a civilian. Civilian, that's it. So a citizen can vote, can have babies, get into politics. Well, well, uh, 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 citizens have an easier time getting a license to have children. Right. That's what that's her exact oh, yeah. that's what it was. So it wasn't like they're only allowed to have right, children. Right, 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 right. So, which, I mean, goes back to the whole... License fascist. to have children is not, like, a fascist concept. <laughs> they're, like, 
more. Just a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, anyway. Want to wrap it up? Yeah. I guess we'll, oh, you've seen it before. Yeah. Uh, one thing that just ties in with my intro. I love Clancy Brown basically doing a Mr. Krabs voice the whole time. That's, that's, just, that's how he sounds. No, it's not. He has a very deep voice, but he doesn't have the, the like, Mr. Like, that that accent, like the way he talks in this, is very Mr. Krabs like. Well, I, don't know. I was gonna it's... say with him, I was like, I was kind of enjoying the like PG version of uh, Full yeah. Metal Jacket. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, if you're able to disable his hand, he yeah. cannot pull yeah. the trigger. But like he he does it almost like he's got like a pirate accent. Like, if you disable his hand, like it, it's so bizarre, like how he, which I'm all for it. I love Clancy Brown. I've seen him in so many things. It's just, I would say this is the one project where I'm like, hey, he sounds like Mr. Krabs. Yeah. Um, because I mean he's in other like he was in Ahsoka and The Mandalorian. Didn't sound like Mr. Krabs in those. It sounded like Clancy Brown to me. <laughs> it's just. It's <laughs> a weird take, but okay. Uh, all right. Any final comments, thoughts, questions, concerns? Uh, please remake this as a miniseries or something. I think they're making another animated movie. No, no, <laughs> just no. HBO or Netflix. Netflix throw money at somebody willing to do a remake of this. You know, you know who's our guy to make this movie? By the way, don't say it. I'm going to fucking say Zack Snyder. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Honestly, yeah, no. Zack Snyder is the person to give him this book and because he doesn't understand. Yeah, he doesn't get... Yeah, he doesn't, he, he definitely straight. doesn't get the under, the the, uh, the, 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 the under angle tones. of the movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, you give him, have, give him the book. Like, he won't understand that it's, like, a super fascist book. Like, right. he won't understand that. So he's going to be like... Marine shooting bugs? That sounds awesome. And that's the movie he's going to make. Yeah, but in the book, there's like telepathic dogs. Right. Hey. He, he's not going to. Oh, gonna, Zack oh, Snyder's afraid of telepathic dogs. Because remember, yeah. if you, just go on Zack Snyder. Remember Army of the Dead? There's time travel somehow in there that they didn't get into. Like, Zack Snyder will include telepathic dogs. <laughs> he's not going to go into it because he doesn't understand. Fair enough. Fair enough. So yeah, Zack Snyder's would be my pick for uh, directing this. Um, do we have any other questions, Chris? That we 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 ask? Uh, we hit all of them, I think. Okay. There's only four, so all right. We've we've discussed we discussed it. Yeah. Already. All right. Well, um, that does it for this Con on Classic. If you like any other, if you want to listen to other Con on Classics, we have them all on the uh, the streamers right there. Yeah. Uh, we've over well over a dozen. Oh god, we probably have two to, at least two dozen by this point. Yeah, we've done a bunch. Yeah. So Well, we're gonna be getting into some uh if you like the Con on classics, look into Carnival of Horror. Which is our yeah, horror movie. Yeah, we should uh, probably classics. should figure one out for yeah. October. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If some horror movies are coming up. I've, yeah. I've already started dabbling in some of them at this oh, point. Boy. So Alright, well uh that does it for this week. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.